0: Everyone can indulge in their wild side
1: with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry
2: and get wild.
0: Portions of the Orders Now podcast are brought to you by proamsports.ca.
2: When you go through tough times like this maybe it makes you a better team you know for connor and for Drysdale, those guys have had uh, nice careers and they've hit a little bump in the road and it's going to make them better it's going to make them stronger and it's going to make them great people this is ryan agent hopkins this is, this is all your platform this is cam Talbot. this is, is connor from your edmonton oilers this is oil country and this is oilers now with bob
1: Stoffer brought to you by digitex office supplies at huge savings
2: yeah digitex does
1: that c a. Now, Bob Stauffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Chad.
0: Everybody, Bob Stauffer joining you in Ice District at Rogers Place. The Oilers have just wrapped up a uh, practice after uh, getting a 2-1 shootout victory last night over Jordan Everly, Matthew Barzell, Doug Waite, and the New York Islanders. This is Oilers Now brought to you by Digitex. Chad uses Digitex for their copiers and printers. Their service is excellent. Coming up on today's edition of Oilers Now, complete recap of last night's game. Between Edmonton and the New York Islanders, we'll have NHL today in the first half hour of the show. From NHL Hockey on Rogers, regular Friday contributor Elliot Friedman for the River Creek Resort and Casino. The River Creek Resort and Casino has Bill Angville, March 24th, and Larry the Cable Guy. On April 14th, tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. 105 today, an update from the farm down in Bakersfield, Jerry Fleming. 115 today, the head coach, the Alberta Golden Bears. They'll go into the national championship right number two in the country, Serge Lejoie. Bears will be flying on Monday, so this is our last chance to have a conversation with him before his team heads out. And uh, 135 today, now with the Athletic in Minnesota, one of the best beat writers in the business, Mike Russo. 150 today, a one-on-one conversation with Edmonton Oilers defenseman Chris Russell. Again, you can reach us anytime on our River Creek Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. You can email us at oilersnow630chad.com. Text us, 630-630. For Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford. Check out their great selection today at WestlockFord.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. We're on Twitter at Now. Tweet me personally, Bob underscore stoffer. Tweet Brendan at Brendan Ulrich. And for podcasts of the show, courtesy of our friends at ProAm Sports, go to globalnews.ca, backslash Edmonton, backslash program, backslash oilers now with Bob Stoffer. Oilers getting a 2 1. Shootout victory last night here at Rogers Place. Edmonton wins their second consecutive game and proved to 29-34-4. Here's Jack with the call.
1: Bumped up by the Oilers up the left-hand side. Lucic did not get it out. It's recovered. A drag move. Nelson to Hickey. Cuts in. A backhander score. And Thomas Hickey, who has scored some beautiful goals against Edmonton, goes top right corner, backhand shelf. Stretch pass and a beauty. Cleft bomb to McDavid. Left wing with Davidson back. Change of pace. Center pass deflected off. Davidson and oh! Chris Gibson, and the Oilers get a bounce, and the Equalizer with a minute 50 to play. Connor McDavid banks one off his former teammate. He's got 31, and this game is tied.
0: Yeah. Well, the old Brendan Shanahan special from Connor McDavid on about a 175-foot stretch pass. Davidson did as good a job as you can imagine deflecting him. And a tough break for the Guardian. Gibson has had a stellar night, but he was turned his back a little quicker and was awkward on the save. And McDavid banked it off of the stick of Davidson
1: off Gibson in a net. Clef bomb, and now dry settle on the right half boards. McDavid down the slot, left circle, one-timer, and what a stop on cleft bomb by goaltender Christopher Gibson. The puck smacked around for a moment. Loading up, faking the shot, knocked away, and we've got a breakaway. Here's Connor McDavid to win it. Over the blue line, penalty Barzell, and McDavid was stopped. Got it back, looked, and then gave it away, and now we'll have a penalty shot in overtime here's mcdavid to win the game penalty shot in overtime picks it up at center right to left he's in over the blue line top of the right circle loads fires off the post here we go left to right connor mcdavid in the third round of the shootout between circles settles the puck from the hash marks dish what a move Dragged it to the inside, then brought it back out and tucked it inside the left post. Talbot, a save, and this game is over. Tavares, 28% of his career, in over the line. Shoots, good night! Talbot, the save! Edmonton, the victory! Two, one, in a shootout!
0: You yeah, have it, Edmonton gets the win. Uh, Connor McDavid's performance last night really down the stretch, spoke volumes. Uh, the Oilers guilty of a uh, defensive zone turnover. McDavid's line was on the ice. McDavid had no actual part of it. Todd McClellan had this to say on uh, giving up the early third period golden on the top line on the ice and incline their way back in.
1: Well, the goal they gave up was uh, one that it was avoidable. We turned the puck over. An individual turned the puck over at the blue line and Based on on our pre-scout, and we knew they would stand strong there. And we had uh, a game plan that included, you know, getting pucks to a certain area in the offensive zone and then going to work. And we didn't do that. Connor happened to be on the ice for it. He didn't have a lot to do with it. But um, you know, that line was a little indifferent early, and then uh, started to shuffle things around. Played Connor on three different lines down the stretch. Um, and. Um, you know, we're lucky enough to get one late, and then uh, we're usually a pretty good overtime team, and we saw that again.
0: Edmonton gets the uh, victory, and the numbers support that they're seven and three in OT, and eleven now and four overall, or ten and four overall in games that have gone extra time, including the shootout. Uh, Connor McDavid had this to say on battling back late.
2: We gave up a goal early in the first period, and that seems to be the, or sorry, the, the third period when it's a tie game, that seems to be the common trend where we kind of just roll over and, and uh, the game, we lose, and you know, not tonight, but I thought the guys battled hard and found a way to get a goal. i will be a little cheeky, and, um,
1: and we got to win.
0: Cam Talbot, the Oilers netminder, 30 saves. He was solid, made some huge stops when it was one nothing for the Islanders. The Oilers got caught on uh, basically three odd man breaks. Talbot, though, had this to say about his captain.
2: Yeah, he just takes over the game when he wants to, and uh, he has that ability in it any given night. And uh, you know, one goal games—that's who you want on the ice. You just—you know—he's going to do something special with it at some point, and never ceases to amaze.
0: Oscar Clefbaum, These thoughts following last night's game on getting the win. Oh yeah, in our number 97.
1: Yeah, he's uh, he's very impressive. Yes, to to be able to watch him out there, it's it's unreal. He's playing so much. Uh, he's out there. I don't know how many how many minutes he was on the ice for today, but I don't know how many minutes he wasn't on the ice. How about that? It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, uh, I don't know what to say. It's it's a good game. I mean, it's a tight game. They they play some some good hockey out there. The, their goalie have a good night and. It's, it's, it's nice to, to stick with our game plan and get rewarded in, in the end, and, and then we have the, the skilled guys to do the, to do the job for us. That's
0: uh, the Edmonton Oilers' Oscar Clefbaum. Chris Russell had these comments on Connor McDavid.
2: Yeah, I think, you know, my first thought is I'm glad he's on our team and I'm not the guy out there defending that three-on-three. Three. Um, you know, when he gets some gap and gets some room, the way he changes his speed, is that's the hardest thing as a defenseman to defend when a guy can do that, and especially the way he can ramp it up so quick with those two steps. But um, it is fun to watch. I, um, like you said, you do kind of get memorized when he's got the puck because um, it's not uh, if he's going to do something, it's, it's when. So it's uh, it's it's really good to you know it's obviously we're happy that he's on. On our team, and we're not defending
0: them. You know, Brendan, right now we're getting, we're getting the jo- – we got a couple of the uh, regular negative texts here. Oh, you guys are talking about McDavid. We're, did you actually watch the third period and the overtime last night? Because if you're listening to a show called Oilers now, you probably watched it. And yeah, I said it immediately following last night's game. But, you know, this has been a tough year, disappointing year uh, for Edmonton. A lot of things haven't worked out for the Oilers this season after a year ago where a lot of things did work out. But on a you know from a broadcaster's perspective, we're lucky to watch him every night. I mean, he's just that spectacular and a unique of a player, and it, and it, he is worth the price of admission. Now, saying that the the first two periods last night were dreadful. That was a bad hockey game. The Islanders aren't exactly firing on all cylinders right now, and no better illustration of that than uh, Doug Weight. This is the Islanders head coach, former Edmonton Oilers, uh, at a loss for words after last night's game. I
2: don't. I
0: don't. Nothing that's... Nothing. I can't.
2: Do you think, uh, I feel like the way Gibby's played his two starts, he deserves to get a little bit of a run here? Uh, I mean, that's like... The second thing,
1: the second hardest thing to, to think of after a loss like that, the first is getting camera shoved in your face after the eighth straight loss. That's the hardest thing to deal with for me, personally. I'm not good at it yet. There's a minute 50 left. It always hurts when they score. Does it hurt more when it's not goal? It hurts when we take Connor away and we watch film, and, and if you have to stand next to him, you stand next to him. Not like any other human being, because he can take off,
0: and... D cheats 15 feet above. We've done a great job throughout the day. He's going to get his chances. Uh, so we've we earned it. Wow. Uh, he's he's shown the wear and tear. No question. Doug White, head coach of the New York Islanders. The uh, winners got the win. They're going to need to be a heck of a lot better coming up tomorrow night against the Minnesota Wild. Arizona might have been 8-2-1 in their previous 11 before playing to Edmonton. Irrelevant. Uh, they're still Arizona, and uh, the Oilers you know, ultimately found a way to get that uh, uh, victory in OT courtesy of a uh, passing play involving uh, McDavid and Oscar Clefbaum. Um The New York Islanders came in last night with a record of 0-4-3 in their previous seven. They lost seven straight games. Minnesota's a whole different animal. They're good. They've got a team that's deep offensively, some defensemen that can move the puck, Devin Dubnik's become a terrific goaltender. Sometimes it just takes time with guys. It's uh, really all it is. Anyhow, that's coming up tomorrow night. Brendan, I don't know about you, but to me last night uh and and it's almost at the stage now where if you're the Oilers, are you hoping that they can they can they can play to a standstill just to get overtime 3 on 3 because McDavid and Settle are so good. And again, those guys Did not have a lot going early. Leon, and I'm not going to solely, because it's easy to sit there and pick apart Milan Lucic's game right now because there isn't much there uh, going on with Milan. He is struggling, even though he ended his uh, goalist drought. uh, He had some egregious giveaways again last night. And uh, I don't know if this, you know, he's he's clearly playing devoid of confidence. And when you're playing with arguably the best player in the world, that's a tough situation because everything gets... uh, Magnified out there, but Leon settle was not very good in stretches last night. Some I had a couple, I uh, bumped into a couple uh, former pros over at Pub 1905 last night, Dan Baker's place, and we were talking a bit about it. And guys are saying, you know what, the previous 10 or 12 games where settle was in the middle every game, that's the best he's looked all year, has been at center. And eventually, we're going to see Nugent Hopkins up with McDavid. We saw that a bit last night. Um, so that top line struggled for the first 40 minutes, but in the end of the day, a third period when the money was on the line with David elevated. This team, it is my belief, I don't think you can import character for culture purposes. Uh, sometimes people would suggest that that's a, a stopgap solution or you're jumping the process. I think that uh, when you speak of culture, um, it often has to involve evolve uh, eternal, uh, internally, okay? I mean, who were the leaders in Boston, as an example? Was Andrew Ference a leader in Boston? Well, he was a four or five defenseman for Boston. Was he a leader? Like when Jason Smith was with Edmonton, he was playing in the top pairing with Chris Pronger, who led. Chris Pronger, who challenged when he came into Edmonton's room for a year and made the team better because he could also deliver on the ice. The Oilers have three players in my mind, and this is where the patience thing comes in and it angers fans when they hear it. We can already see how great of a player McDavid is. He's a hell of a player. We all know that. Last night we saw some leadership from him. He willed that team to victory. I think we all can agree on that. This team will be led long-term by Connor McDavid, Leon Draisaitl, and Darnell Nurse. That's who's going to lead this team. And there's going to be some growing pains along the way. And this year has been one of them. I don't necessarily believe that was the case the last couple of years with that trio of players. But they will be the guys that lead. You look at the ages. Darnell Nurse, 22, uh, 23 now. Leon Dreisaitl, 22, and Connor McDavid, 21. Matt Benning gets drilled by Evander Kane, re-engages Evander Kane. Benning wipes out Timo Meyer in front of the San Jose bench. There's some chirping going on, including some from Evander Kane. Darnell Nurse is the guy that skates over first shift of the third period when Kane's on the ice, sticks a stick between his legs for 15 seconds and says, you want to go somebody, you're going me. Let's do this. Darnell Nurse is going to provide a bit of that from a leadership perspective. He will get better as a player. He will become better at transitioning the puck over time. He can skate. He's tough. He'll be no worse than a number three NHL defenseman. Dreisaitl, even though he hasn't been great the last couple of games on the right wing on that line with McDavid and Lucic, and there's been some challenges with that line, and it's not solely Dreisaitl's fault, but Dreisaitl almost at a point per game. I I think, I sense at times there's people out there that have a significant issue with how much he's being paid. It's a different time. The game's different today. But Dreisaitl has his moments where he shows leadership. Where he grabs the bull by the horns. And so does McDavid. He can't import it. It has to come I believe internally. And it's gonna. It'll be McDavid, Dreisaitl, and Nurse. And a guy like Nugent Hopkins, Potentially cleft bomb, depending upon what the orders decide to do to improve the team in the offseason. Those guys could be the supporters in that situation. But to bring in a 34-year-old Andrew Ference on a significant, you know, if they'd gotten a 30-year-old, well, they wouldn't have gotten a de- 30-year-old Andrew Ference. Wasn't happening at that time. 34-year-old Andrew Ference, smart guy, good guy, tough for him to lead when he can't play 22 or 23 minutes a night. And your best guys, rare in this day and age where your fourth-line center or your 3rd parry defense leads. Don't forget, Jason Smith was for Edmonton was a top-four NHL defenseman. They played a raw – he was a good leader. Horkoff, in fairness to him, probably was better suited as a third-line center. But based on numbers, you can make a strong argument he was a second-line center. One season he had 50 points in 53 games. Another season, I think, what did Hork uh, top out at their – 73 points. So, they, I mean, they, he was a productive player. McDavid, Settle, and Nurse. That's going to be the trio for the next several years. And uh, they'll be the guys. And in time, my guess, when we go three-on-three three in overtime, maybe a year from now, those will be the three guys on the ice to start it. It's pretty exciting to watch right now. When we come back in orders now at twelve twenty-three in Edmonton, Uh, You can text us at 630-630 on our Westlock 4 text line. We'll get to NHL today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at Sports.ca. That's ProAmSports.ca. This is
1: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630
0: Ched. Oh, we got so many texts at 630, 630. Bob, do you remember when you said that Taylor Hall, Jordan Everly, Ryan Nugent, Hopkins, and Justin Schultz were the future core of the Oilers? Yes, I did. Times change. Uh, Taylor Hall's turned out to be a pretty good player. Justin Schultz has bounced back. Everly's a solid player. Trades happen for different reasons. You can text us at six thirty. Six thirty. Bob, you better put Ethan Bear in that leadership category. Uh, he'll be playing with the Oilers from David Hinton. He says I'm impressed with the new kid. Well, Ethan Bear's a smart player. There's no question about that. Let's give him some time. Uh, but he has a chance. He has a chance to be a player. Very embryonic stages in his development right now. Again, you can text us at six thirty. Six thirty. Oh, wow! It's funny, just the the ranges. Bob, what about Adam Larson? He's wearing an A in his second season, and Adam's twenty five. I was speaking more of a group that was twenty one to twenty three. Larson will support those guys, but can Adam Larson go and grab a game? I think Adam would be the first to tell you he needs Adam Larson's a second pairing right shot, shut down D man. That's what he is. Nugent Hop or McDavid. Dry Settle, and in time, Nurse, I think they'll be able to grab a game. Uh, Larson's is a little bit different. Nugent Hopkins, I wouldn't, pre- like, again, you've got Nugent Hopkins, Clefbaum, and Larson, all 25 and under. They're, I think they're going to be support guys for the likes of McDavid, Dry Settle, and Nurse. All right, let's get to it. For Elite Promotional Marketing, more than just sportswear, Brendan Ulrich with NHL Today.
2: Four games on tap in the NHL tonight. The Wild at Vancouver tonight. The Wild, they're 7-2-1 in their last 10. Big game for the Calgary Flames in Ottawa. The Flames three points back of the Kings for a wild card spot. Mike Smith remains out. David Riddich will start again tonight for Calgary. He's coming off a win over Buffalo the other night. The Columbus Blue Jackets, red hot right now. They've won three in a row as they host Detroit. The Red Wings have just two wins in their last 10. Svechnikov uh, is in the lineup tonight for detroit bob you were talking about him a bit yesterday
0: yeah uh others had some interest in him with that 16 slot uh as well as erickson and barzell clearly barzell's the furthest ahead right now
2: will they draft the uh Svechnikov brother in the draft this year perhaps if they have the second pick yes i think you think you go second yeah oh uh, yeah i think the dollon
0: goes one and Svechnikov goes two
2: and uh, bad news for the Dallas Stars. They announced today that Martin Hansel will miss the rest of the season due to a back injury. The Ducks losing 4-2 to the Preds last night. To the AHL, the Condors hosting Stockton tonight and they play at San Diego tomorrow. More with the Jerry Fleming at 105. The Oil Kings will try and snap a three-game losing streak tonight in Medicine Hat. They also host uh, Kootenay on Sunday and the Golden Bears getting set for Nationals. We'll talk to Serge LeJoie at 115.
0: All right, 1229 in Edmonton, off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And one of your favorites for the River Cree Resort and Casino, Elliot Friedman, coming up at 1235.